Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Big Footy Podcast. It's the first one we've done for a little while, so bear with us while we catch up. Uh, I am, of course, the Wookiee with me tonight. I have series regular and long-time suffering Bulldog supporter, now in his prime element, I think. Uh, Mike, welcome. Yes, I'm feeling a bit like a, a primate in my element. But um, hello again, Wookiee, and hello, listeners, to another episode of the podcast. And joining us for the first time, we are more than pleased to have some Kangaroos representatives on the Big Footy Podcast, and we are joined by Kangaroos Forever, who also must be having the time of his life this year in football. Oh, join in. Uh, it's all good. Good to have you on. Yeah. Singing <laughs> probably on. not your best thing, if that's any indication of what you can do. Yeah, <laughs> now, now I do make one recommendation. I think, in the sake of for the for the sake of keeping this podcast running smooth, let's not let's not go into any north and western bulldogs debates. Okay, I mean it, yeah. it's, we're all having reasonably good seasons. I think the bulldogs are up there. North are on top, undefeated. Carlton uh, four in a row. Carlton, I, mean. I know. Four in a row. Really. I, I mean, I don't want to talk about Carlton too much, but uh, if anyone's got grand final tickets for sale, <laughs> uh, shoot me a message. I'll be down. <laughs> a few Richmond play, posters probably do, so you're not being luck there. <laughs> well, I've got to say, though, I'm quite impressed with Brent uh, Bolton's progress there. And uh, Yeah, I mean, look, you know, let, let's face it, they're not, they're not wins against the greatest of teams, but you've got to say the win against Port was, was really surprising in contrast when people were tipping Port to be back in the finals this year. So kudos to Mr. Bolton and the Carlton crew. Well, there's, there's been a few uh, surprising results in recent weeks. I mean, the Swan, uh, the Swans getting beaten by Richmond, probably the most surprising, really, given the form Richmond were in. Definitely. A, it was definitely a very good win. They just stuck with them the entire night, and you felt that they were coming at them, coming at them. And I actually, funnily enough, I took... When Towers took that mark, I actually turned off the TV going, oh, the Swans are going to win. Check my phone, 45 seconds later, Richmond won. Oh, man, I missed it. Great win. <laughs> mm. I think the other thing that's caught us by a little bit by surprise in the last couple of weeks, the rise and rise of GWS. It's just mm. they, they just keep going and going. Uh, absolutely. They're, they're turning into that monster team or monster franchise team that everyone sort of feared they were becoming, and, and they're well in that way. You, you look at the talent across that list, and it really makes you wonder how long they're going to dominate for. And, you know, let's, let's put all the jokes aside plastic franchise they're really primed for a successful era and now it's i think it's really up to them to sort of lose a premiership or two in 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 saying that i mean i pencil them in for a couple of premierships over the next 10 years with this list oh definitely i think the pickup of steve johnson's been interesting like early on you think oh he might not contribute as much but he's having an outstanding season you know i think that's a pretty good point and and i think just to uh to sort of convey a little bit of experience to the younger Giants that are probably having a, a good effect. And he's playing probably his best footy for a while, so kudos to uh, kudos to Stevie J. Um, they've got a very good structure up there. Um, so we've got them this weekend. I'll be really interested to see how that goes. And I think the other surprise uh, for the year really is um, Fremantle's performance. They're at Norton 8 at the moment. Preliminary finals last year, grand finals the year before. What's the story there? Is Can we say injury? <laughs> well, <laughs> is it is it injury? I mean, how bad's their injury list? Well, they've got Zach Dawson coming in yeah. with Pavlich and Sheridan, and you've got Stephen Hill out. He's one of their best movers, and Sutcliffe out. He's been omitted, which is interesting. He was one of their better players last year. So they got they're missing McFarlane. Too much, I think. He he shored up that defence, and I think their defence is yeah. just not what it used to be. Well, let's. Uh, they've also got Harley Bennell and Nat Fife out for the season, so with various injuries. Mm. So Michael Johnson is, um, I think, is soon to be coming back. So he'll be a big, a big uh, inclusion, but they're still missing Sandlands and uh, Silvani for a couple of weeks yet. So yeah, I, at one stage, I think they had a uh, injury list of about nine players. Um, so, I think it was uh, actually, yeah, nine plays. No, it might have been eight plays, but yeah, I don't know. Look, I think I think it's just um, there's big there's some big holes in their list, and I think that the problem is really with the way they've taken their direction or the way the Ross line has taken their direction. He's done the same thing he did with St Kilda, 
he's looking for short-term fixes for a quick success and he hasn't got that now. We're starting to see the gaps and the problems now with the ageing list and the run of injuries and the lack of depth. Do you think it's a changing game plan? Because it, I know a lot of Freo posters at the start of the year wanted a more attacking game plan and they tried it early on and it just completely backfired against the dogs and the dogs tore them apart. Which was, it was a great game to watch. I liked it and I enjoyed it. But they're changing game plan and as you said, just short-term gains, long-term downfall. It really is. And a big shout-out to uh, respected Fremantle moderator and uh, superior admin on the Big Footy board, uh, Seppo, who is uh, due to uh, return to us next week for the first time this season. So we look forward to having him back and hopefully Freo being Norton 9. That's what we're waiting for. It's, <laughs> oh, I'll see you, bugger. <laughs> it's, <laughs> let's bait the line while he's away. That's what, that's what I'm doing. Messenger will be looking forward to that. Hopefully we'll have Messenger back next week as well. Not that there's anything wrong with this cast, guys. What were your highlights for the last four weeks? Uh, we'll start with guests first. Kangaroos forever. Uh, highlights... Probably the form of Carlton I've quite liked, to be honest. I know it's a bit of a buttering up for the host here, but I've quite liked the form. Uh, it, they've been very impressive. They're playing a good brand of football under Bolton. They seem like an actual professional football side now. They seem very confident. A lot of the younger players are confident. Their older players are standing up. Gibbs is actually living up to a bit of his old hype. Murphy's just Murphy. He's always been a very good player. Shame to see Kasbok go out. I thought he was starting to get a bit of form. Same with Cruiser. He played injured, which was big for the big guy and kicking the winning goal. Also, probably the other big thing, as I said, is the GWS. That's just outstanding what they're doing at the moment. They're actually putting together some good football with their veterans. So that's all I've got in terms of positives, mate. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Mike? Thanks, Sean. I've been really happy with the uh, type of games we've been getting, the close games over the last few weeks. Looking back, we had... Uh, a close game between Adelaide and uh, Hawthorne. Um, we had one last week with uh, Sydney and Richmond. And don't forget, Sydney had another close one with Brisbane. We were lucky to pull that one off. So I think those sort of games where you see teams like uh, Richmond coming back um, are good for footy, you know. It's good for footy overall to see that level of competition and that, you know, any good team on their day can be beaten. So, you know, I think there's nothing better than cheering for the underdog Um I, you know, I guess it's it's sort of uh, subjective in that view. Not everyone likes Richmond, but I was happy to see them beat Sydney only because of the fact that they haven't won too many games this year and they've been you know, a bit of a downer, so it's good to see them getting pumped up again. Well, obviously, uh, my highlight's going to be Carlton. The, four, the last four weeks have been outstanding, so we won't go into that greater depth on that. But uh, low lights, guys, and I know Jared Roughhead uh, is a pretty steep low light to hit first off the mark. So, uh, what were your other low lights, uh, Kangas? Uh, there's probably a few. That's probably the probably the biggest one for mine. Probably just in terms of probably my own club. I know you guys don't like talking about clubs specifically too much, but uh, the few injuries to North Ben Jacobs has just been out, so that's a big low light for me. He's stuffed his foot, unfortunately. Apparently, it's broken. And Daniel Wells has had another flare up with his injury, so I. He knows what's going to happen with him. It's the same injury from last year. Uh, it's just injuries in general. There's just so many injuries. I know it's every year, but it's not great at the moment. There's a lot of early season injuries, which I'm not happy about. Better to have them now than late in the season, though. True, very true. But it's a shame to see some players, like Mason Wood got concussed taking, trying to take a mark, and I'm not sure if he can get back into our team because of that. It's, it's a shame to see so many injuries like, Cruiser kicked a winning goal, should be in top of the world, but now he's out. So it's mm. a shame to see. Mm. Well, there you go. And Missy Higgins, who was having a, a good run for you guys, is also out for twelve weeks with a with a recurring knee problem. So, you know, commiserations there to Sean. He was a he was one of our favourite whooping boys. But you know, no one likes to see players sort of uh, cut down. And I, I can sympathise with you there because the Bulldogs have been decimated by injuries. You know, with, with key mm. players out and problems. So I think each club, you know, gets tested for its depth. Um, and unfortunately, injuries are a part of the game, you know. I mean, they cut down the best players at the worst possible time. You know, Paul Ruffy, I think he's, he probably won't play a game this year, um, the way things are looking. But, you know, hard to say, hard to say. It's just one of those things we've got to take, I guess, with a bit of uh, with a grain of salt and understand that, um, you know, in this tough game, it's a, it's a very demanding physical game. And 
it's always going to be it's always going to have a toll on players, um, no matter how good they are. You know, things things and uh, fate can fate can change in a moment's notice. Really, you know, as we've seen across the board with some of those injuries. So yeah, tough. What about you, Wookie? What are you? What's your low light from your perspective in terms of uh, that scenario? What's been going on? I don't think it's ideal for us to be facing uh, North Melbourne without Casbold and Cruiser. Uh, I'm not sure Gorringe is the ideal replacement for a cruiser, and but uh, we get Weedering back in the back line, so I mean there's some po- positives and negatives coming in. Well, other than that, I don't really have a lot of negatives to make. I mean, how can I? We weren't expected to win four games through the year, and we've done that already. So, uh, as a Carlton supporter, it's a great time to be alive. <laughs> Well, I, pro- I could probably say at least we, we can all uh, talk, sit here and speak about our club's uh, current uh, level with a bit of optimism there, so it's not too glum. Poor old Seppo, though. I don't want to be in his shoes when he comes back for, a, yeah, <laughs> for no, his no. podcast for a while. He's going to so face, he's gonna face the barrier. Sorry, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't he's probably going to hide. At least we don't have to talk about Hawthorne this week. Uh, exactly. So the less said, the better. Guys, look, we don't often have a North Melbourne uh, guy on here, as has been observed by the North Melbourne board, so uh, I thought we'd take the opportunity, and they are 8-zip, and so it's, it's probably a good opportunity to ask Kangas just what his club is doing differently this year that's uh, led to such a streak of form. Well, well I'll, I'll start in general terms. With, yes, 8-0 eight and zero, eight and zero is just great. I'm happy. Really happy with that in general. Uh, last week wasn't great, to be honest. We're not playing our best football by a long way. Adelaide game and the Bulldogs game was probably our best offensive and defensive games. We're not playing as good as footy as I'd like. I'm, a lot of North Posters have commented on this. We're playing great football at the moment, but we're just doing enough. We're just using that experience to our advantage against some of these younger sides. The dogs' side, they were a bit younger. They had a lot of injuries out, and we just pressured a lot of their younger players into mistakes. And it's, our game plan is very much now about pressuring the ball carrier as much as possible. And we dropped off last week against Essendon, and they, they're half-backs, and that's what North's main weakness at the moment is pace. We, we're just a little bit too one-paced at the moment with Wells and Higgins out and a few Anderson out. Hopefully he'll be back in two or three weeks. Higgins is out for 12 weeks. Wells... He might not come back for the rest of the year. We're, we're not sure on the North Board. But it's really just the composure, professionalism and pressure and the form of Jared Waite, which is fantastic. We're getting the best out of him. He's probably He played similar levels at Carlton, probably not as consistent as the Wookiee would like, but he plays, he's playing well for us at the moment. Lindsay Thomas isn't having as good a year. I know a lot of people don't like him, which is fair enough. I understand that completely, but... He needs to come back to form. He's he's going to struggle to get 40 goals this year, and he's that's just not him at the moment. But I'm happy happy at the moment, as happy as I can be. Well, I think if you if you look at uh, if you look at Wade and how he's been playing in North Melbourne um, this season, he seems like he's had sort of a, a breath of fresh air, playing for a different club, playing for in a more. Uh, in a more suited position towards his abilities and his style. And I think that's one thing against Carlton, that they just didn't play him in position, um, which I don't think he really enjoyed um, for that alone. So, I mean, I'm not going to comment anything else on that because you'd have more knowledge on that particular topic. But he just seems to be fit, fitting more in happily at North Melbourne, having that set or that specific position on the forward line, playing that specific yeah. role set for him. Well, it's certainly interesting. We had this discussion just before on the North podcast about <laughs> It was very much an attitude thing as well that he didn't. He, he might hit out and get punished at Carlton now and again, but he hasn't really done it at North, which is interesting. But the first half of last year, he was still very inconsistent. He still had a bit of an attitude problem. He had some really bad games and very inconsistent games. And very much the coach just laid into him one game and the North players actually stood there at the end of a game and shook his hand and going, who's this bloke? He's certainly not Jared Waite. And, um, yeah, he's really good. I'm happy with his form. He's built on tackling, so it's great. So is North going to win the flag this year, Kangas? <laughs> I'd like to say my heart says yes. My head says actually Sydney. Hmm, interesting. Where are the dogs going to go, Mark? Uh, look, I, I don't know. I always think, you know, at the start of this year, if the dogs could make it, you know, into the second or third week of uh, September, that's that's 
pretty good considering that's I'd be happy if they could make it that far and you know get a couple of more finals under their belt yeah. I, I still don't think really this is going to be a year for any making any um, any chance at even making a grand final let alone winning one I think I, I think for us it's not going to start until next year mm. um, when everything starts to come together with our list and obviously being ratified by what's been happening on the injury front and unsettling the players but you know I, for us I, I see it as a good character test and test of depth Mm. To start putting, and with Beveridge is starting to uh, blood some of these young players. We're getting another player starting on uh, Sunday, getting his first game. Kieran Collins, who was uh, supposed to have gone in the top ten draft pick, but he didn't. Anyway, we picked him up, and uh, he, he's a, he's a really good defender. So you know, I guess where we are, considering the injuries we've got, we're actually not doing too bad. So you know, that's, that's my viewpoint. I don't see Carlton doing a hell of a lot this year, although we are just outside the ga- uh, outside the eight on percentage at the moment, which surprises a few people, I think. So what do you think the pass mark for Carlton is this year then, considering what you've seen so far? Would you put it six, eight, six, eight wins somewhere in there as a pass mark? I think we've reached the pass mark already, to be honest. You reckon? Well, this is where people expected us to be. I mean, Mm. no one expected us to win more than four or five games. We've won that four. So I think the goalposts move a little bit for us now because we're doing better than expected. The the reset is going... The the players picked up... And and Bolton alluded to this on AFL 360 last night. The players have picked the system up faster than even he thought was going to happen. Everyone has responded well. So I think we're looking... I think eight wins is probably the goal now. If they get eight wins, it'll be a happy year. And I, I think that's definitely do it. I think we'll hit the bye at six and six. I think uh, North Melbourne and Geelong will be a, an interesting... They're the next two games coming up for Carlton. I think that'll be an, an interesting uh, time. But uh, Brisbane at Eddie had the week after, that's a winnable game. St Kilda the week after that, that is a winnable game. Yep. Uh, then the bye, that would put us six and six, assuming we lost to North and Geelong. And, you know, North just got over Essendon. We, and we beat Essendon as well. So, I mean, anything is possible. I, I, yeah. I, I just I see no reason why we can't be 6-6 six and six at the bye. Um, yeah. The run home's not too bad from there. I mean, there's, a, there's some fun games. Uh, Sydney and Sydney, and then the following week, Hawthorne at Aurora Stadium. But uh, <laughs> there, there's, there's, there's a few other games in there as well, and they're generally all in Melbourne otherwise. So, look, yeah. I, I see no reason... Playing the way we are and assuming injuries, you know, the injury gods smile on us. And I mean, the way the way everyone's seasons are going, who knows what's going to happen there? But eight games should be uh, attainable at the moment. I don't think that's unrealistic. Especially the way we Sorry, mate. That's no, okay. Go. Yeah, it's just saying with your ruck situation, that's going to be a bit of a challenge for you guys. But you typically stack up pretty well against. Well, in previous years, you've gone all right against Geelong. You lost by a couple of kicks. Was it last year or the year before? You played pretty well against them. So they're definitely winnable games against North and Geelong, though Geelong is a different side this year. Well, I think, I think the experts are already saying a Geelong-Sydney grand final. So, you know, I mean, look, nothing's set in stone and we're only eight rounds in or nine rounds into the season and anything can change. You know, you, you can have a change of fortune and there's a number of things that need to come together for you to win a grand final which is not just to have the form but to have the list of depth and luck more importantly so yeah i don't know i always look at these things and look at the squiggly line with a bit of grain of salt and think well you know it's it's, it's an indicator at that but it's actually that's that's uh, not a bad indicator when you look over the history but you know again you still got that element of luck that you need uh oh, ladies God. and gentlemen we're, we're finally pleased to have uh, our well one of one of the key members of Big Footy, uh, a member of, a member of the, the upstairs crew. Uh, you know, one one. Are you of... talking about Chief? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I didn't mean the I didn't mean the didn't mean the penthouse dwellers. But uh, one one of the key people behind Big Footy, uh, and uh, you know, revered admin messenger. Good evening. Hashtag admin life. Um, how are you guys? Uh, we, we've been talking about the last uh, four weeks uh, with our positives and negatives, mate, and uh, we've covered a little bit of North and the Bulldogs. Tell me about Hawthorne, mate. Well, they haven't probably really hit a much... They've played a few good quarters this year, and that some of those single good quarters have been enough to win football games and win football games against good teams, but... Um, there's two ways of looking at this. You can say that they've maybe dropped a level 
and have plateaued, and, and, and if they stay like this, they're probably not a top four team. Or the other way of looking at it is saying they've got a couple of gears to hit, and uh, and there's still some improvement in them. But I'll take six and two. This time last year, we were four and four. Mm. Obviously, a big negative is uh, Jared Roughhead's uh, redevelopment of uh, melanoma, I think. But this mm. apparently melanoma on the inside, he says. Yes, and this is where, and I don't know how many of you, the people listening tonight, would have seen um, uh, Jordan Lewis's um, appearance on 360. Yeah, he's um, very, but very upset by it. He was very upset, and and it is an extremely, he's in an extremely serious situation as far as the media reports, and and um, this really isn't about football anymore. This is a, a 29 year old man who's got a an extremely serious illness, and. And um, he's, um, it's really about survival and about, um, you know, he, his life now. I, I don't really have anything to add other than what's been in the media, mm. other than to say that I think as a, as a supporter group, we're devastated as Hawthorne people. And, uh, and needless to say, we, um, you know, we've all got our everything, everything crossed and some things that probably shouldn't be crossed, hoping he'll be better. But, um, yeah, and these are. This is where you, you're lucky to live in a country like this with, with really great medical care. So, yeah, as I say, we can we can only hope for the best in that regard. Indeed, and indeed, from all of us here at Big Footy, we hope for the best. Yes. I think all of us here on the podcast. Yep. There's no, yeah, there's no joking matter about it. It is no. a very serious no, no, thing, no, no. and uh, we wish him all the best. Yeah, absolutely. Now, on to more uh, football-related matters. Now that we've got. Uh, that uh, out of the way. Uh, the ladder, guys, uh, if you haven't seen it already, North Melbourne are on top, as Kangas will be aware. Oh, uh, yes. Eight and eight so, zip for the first time. I don't know, when was the last soon time? Soon to be that, nine and zip. When was the last time they were eight zip, Kangas? 1978. And if we win this weekend, that's the best start we've ever had in VFL, AFL history. When, who, who, who beat you last time you were eight zip? Uh, on some minnow club called Carlton. Yeah, I, I, I remember. <laughs> I, I remember that well. <laughs> uh, look, you got to, you got to, you got to forget Carlton. They won most of their premierships in the days where players were paid in chewing tobacco, and uh, and and they kicked, and the the ball was actually a sheep's head. Well, this, so, was, um, this was back in the day when North Melbourne could bring over players on the sly without uh, anyone knowing who they were because they all come from WA. No, no, that. That was the 1970s. We're, talk- we're talking about when we used to wear butchers' uniforms with the games. <laughs> that's that's right. So we, we, we just forgive Carlton for their foibles, but, you know. Yeah. The percentages and all that high for North Melbourne, though. I guess that's a testament to how close their games have been. But uh, we 100, have, we 100 sides. Uh, Geelong coming second on the ladder, 7-1. and one. Perhaps a bit of a surprise this year. Although, oh, yeah. I mean, unless you, unless you believe Patrick Dangerfield was going to turn the club around single-handedly. I am surprised they, that they're going this well, to be honest with you. I am surprised. Mm. Oh, I'm, I'm a little surprised, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not terribly surprised. I think 7-1. Having said that, Geelong have hadn't, haven't had the most um, rigorous draws to date. I mean, they did have a very good win in Adelaide last weekend, but really they've beaten... Um, they haven't beaten a hell of a lot, other than say, I don't know, Hawthorne in round one. But um, you know, they've they've had a pretty soft draw. But look, they're they're, they're very good, and uh, they're um, they're certainly in it. And I think any stage where you're seven and one or eight and zip, you you're doing well. Now, there's there's four clubs between three and six on six and two wins each, and I think the the only real surprise in that packet there is GWS. I mean, that was going to come, but was anyone expecting it now? No, uh, and, no. I, and, you, and and I watched the horror of our loss in 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 Sydney to GWS. My God, they are frighteningly good. I, wish I mean, I don't know if they'll win it this year. Oh no, no, no! I, bricks were shat. Let me tell you, bricks <laughs> were absolutely shat watching that. And Hawthorne looked like they all had um, lead in the saddlebags that night. But they're they're quick. They really move the ball well, and. Um, and they're tall. They're tall where you want them. It's. Um, I guess it's a question of how they hold up over the season and how well they arrive in September. But um, yeah, look, they're um, they're they're going to be. 
I guess I would think, for, as from a Hawthorne point of view, it's a good time to have gone out and got those premierships now because uh, I have a feeling we might be uh, might looking be up at the Giants. Mm. Yeah, they might be looking up at the Giants for a little while. You'd expect the, the, the premiership contender to be amongst those top six teams, wouldn't you, at the moment? Oh, I would well, say so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. To me, I, I think Sydney's the favourite. I think Sydney's probably, at this point, and perhaps Geelong, I think they're, they're probably the best two teams in it. But, I don't know. If, you, not, can, if not... you can shut Franklin down, that's going to do a lot of damage to Sydney. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think the thing is they've re- that midfield is so deep now. It's yeah. so deep, and I think it's helping them. Like last year, I would have said Grundy and Richards as a defensive pairing are probably not up to it anymore but they're getting so much defensive pressure in the midfield that it's protecting them. So if they do get a few injuries and, 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 and the ball starts moving a little more rapidly into, the, into their back line, that might be an issue. But, yeah, they yeah. Are, I don't know. Do we think they're a bit buddy-centric at the moment? Uh, no, I, saw, I saw the question asked on AFL 360, I think, last night, so I just thought I'd throw it in there. I, I think we'll know a lot, a lot more about the Swans after they play Hawthorne this weekend. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I... I I, I tend to think on form, you would think Sydney will win that. We'll get to that momentarily. Moment. West Coast in seventh, five and three at the moment, but I think very much saddled with the uh, the home track bullies label at the moment. Just a little bit, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and not that. really able to escape it. <laughs> well, but they've had look, they've had they've had three pretty like I mean the away record. I mean their away record is not good, but they've played at Geelong at Sydney, and they've played Hawthorne at the MCG for three losses. I mean, they're not... He hasn't. They haven't really had any soft road games yet, have they? No. No, no, no that's true too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. having said that, if they don't beat Port, I would think they've got some problems. Mm. Yes. Then we've got a block of teams fighting it out for eighth spot with percentage there. Uh, Adelaide, Melbourne, Port Adelaide, and probably surprising to many, Carlton. Yeah, all there on four and four after round eight. Yeah, it's certainly. So you're saying Adelaide's only four and four? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a few tight really? losses. There. Yep, yep. They lost the last two. Adelaide are really good. Well, they're supposed to be, but I mean the results. No, they are. Mate. They're really good. But four, oh, four and four. They've yeah. lost, they lost a narrow one to Hawthorne. They lost a narrow one to the Dogs. Lost a narrow one to us. Yeah. Lost a narrow one to North. And they were all in Melbourne from memory, those three games. Yep. I I reckon they'll win. Uh, to me, I, they'll they'll make the eight for sure. I don't know if they'll yeah, make the eight. Yeah, I still four, I, but make No, but sure. I still have them making the eight. You're right. I think I think have them finishing as high as fifth, you know, if things go their way. Mm. Yeah. It's, we'll see. it's interesting. We'll see how we go. Collingwood. Uh, how, uh, Mookie, have you revised your game wins total for Carlton this year? I, I, did, got I did this earlier. Uh, look, we got to the four that everyone was predicting was going to be our maximum. And uh, like I, I said earlier, I think uh, we can be six and, uh, six and six at the bye, uh, which will, again, be surprising. I think North Melbourne, uh, I don't think they'll flog us, but I think they might narrowly beat us. I think the, do- uh, is it the dogs the week after. Uh, sorry, it's Geelong the week after. Um, and then it's Brisbane at home at Eddie Had and St Kilda at Eddie Had. So, two possible wins. I, I think, I, 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 look, I think worst case scenario, it's six and six for us come the bye, and that's better than pretty much anyone, including Carlton people expected. We hit, and if we can't get another two wins for the year, I'll be, I'll be shocked. We're, just, oh, we're playing that kind of football at the moment. And we still are on, and we're into red time now with the um, Jared White getting suspended watch uh, as well. It's going to happen this weekend. Mate. It's going to oh, no, he's, he's just, he is practically gagging for it now. He oh, has, he is. He's, he's... He has, it's round eight. He hasn't been suspended yet, and he's you can't take the, be- the nature out of the beast, and I think he just, something will happen. He's going to snap. Well, and Jacob um, Wiedering likes to give a bit of lip. Yeah. Uh... Well, I, this is I actually I've I've heard some of his um, ready put downs. He's like, uh, 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 Jared, I've heard that you're the Shane Watson of Australian football. Is that right, <laughs> J- Jared? Jared, where were you taken in the draft 
I'm a number one pick. Yeah, yeah, baby. In your pipe and smoke it. Jeez, tell you, you what, could, you could act some pornos or something with that voice. Uh, who says he Listen, hasn't? Dad, exactly. I've, I'm I'm here to clean the swimming pool. <laughs> no, it, no, the chlorine won't hurt your eyes, but I have something that might. <laughs> moving along, moving along. Collingwood and Gold Coast at three and five. Uh, perhaps a surprise for the Pies at this time of the year, given predictions earlier. No, well, I'm I'm going against the grain. They're young side, and that's what I expected from them, really. Uh, Travis Quake is the big surprise, though, for me. His form is just shocking. Absolutely shocking. Gold Coast, you expect that with the injuries and whatnot, but Collingwood with Cloak, well, I'm not sure what happened there. This is the point at which you're so glad Mick Smolthouse isn't your coach anymore because there would be nothing surer than he'd be in a navy blue jump up next year. <laughs> Mick would not have been able to resist the temptation to recruit Travis Cloak. <laughs> and he would have said to Jacob, Jacob, how would you feel about having Travis Cloak come down to the club? And you know what Jacob would have said? I'd really welcome the opportunity to have someone of the stature of Travis Cloak come down. I might even cheek cheekily offer him a five dollar note. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're in fine form, Messenger. It's it it so you're lucky. I, I don't know. Would you recruit Cloak now? Next year? No. no. I, I maybe for someone like Gold Coast, yeah. Or Fremantle, who are scrambling out for a forward. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I can't decide whether Hawthorne should recruit Jack Watts or Travis Cloak. <laughs> don't laugh about Jack Watts. Don't you <laughs> laugh about Jack Watts. I, I supported you in this once. I, I, I believe Jack Watts will be good in a good team. I believe I just Jack don't... Watts will be. Unfortunately, I am widely mocked, particularly by um, respected Hawthorne moderator and friend of the Bomber, Abasi, and um, I'm yes, I'm a firm believer in Jack. Jack, Jack for Hawthorne, 2017. Jack, we believe. Well, Jack, well, Jack for life. He's actually he's actually a good uh, a good set shot. Watts, believe it or not, he can kick a goal. I just think the other thing, the problem with Jack Watts is Jack Watts. He's just got to get it in his head that he can play footy and play it well. Mm. It's it, he needs to get a bit existential on it, doesn't he? But mm. uh, he's the complete opposite of Travis Cloak in that regard because Travis Cloak could not hit a cow's ass with a banjo right now. Well, he he missed one in the VFL from what five meters out. There's even vision of it. It's he had the banjo in his hand and the ass right there, and he missed it. It was <laughs> shocking. Yeah. What about Gold Coast guys? How do you think they're going at the moment? Uh, Injuries my... are hurting them. Big time. They are not very good at professional football. They're just, uh, they're just what are they now? They got seventeen out or something? No, not that bad. Pretty bad. Well, when you have Carry what up. was it, five six changes out each week, it does do a bit to the team structures and whatnot. Isn't Ablett out For this week? So he'll be out for like 15 weeks now. Well, they've got, no, they omitted Nichols for Curry, so that tells you quite a lot. Sarf what? Out is... <laughs> what? Daniel Curry was Again? in. Again? Tom Nichols. Oh, Daniel come Curry. On. Yo, he studied at the feet of Gold's oh, yeah. team, but it's Curry. Like, he didn't get a game at North. Oh, um, Ad- Adam Sard's out of a hamstring, which is a big out. And Ablett, as, as you said. And Aaron Hall's out too with a shoulder. Oh no! They're gonna get against the crows. Yeah, it's not gonna be. Pretty. Oh no! It will no. be a bloodbath. Shit! No, the seventeenth they have got seventeen out. I didn't realize it was that bad. Oh, do, do I have to do? Do I have to do a family warning on this game? I think you do. Okay, okay, <laughs> all right, everybody. All right, come close to your radio, people. Come close to your radio. Okay, you're listening. Listen closely. Do you love your children? Do you? Do you love decency? You love pretty puppies and flowers. Don't let your children be exposed to the horror of this game. Don't let them watch this game. Cl- cover their eyes. 
Don't do it. No. <laughs> All right. The quick run through the rest of the ladder. Uh, St. Yeah. Kilda, Richmond, Brisbane, Essendon. Sorry. Uh, can I just start, so, sorry. St. Kilda, are they poop or are they exciting young team? Oh, they're two and six. You'd have to say they're crap at the moment. But yeah. I mean, I say, I say poop. You say, Moral lot, poop. you say a lot of things. I say a lot of things and I'm often, I'm often right. <laughs> Look, they, I say I say poop. They've got exciting elements to them. I mean, there's no denying that Jack Billings is a good player, and they, they've got some other stuff on the hop down there. But I think yeah, as a team, yeah, yeah. they're still not uh, they're still not in it. Yeah, poop. Yeah. Uh, poop. Richmond to everyone's glee down the bottom there in fifteenth. <laughs> I mean, uh, hey, surprise, hey, hey, surprise. Hey, surprise. Hey, That's hey, what hey, I mean. Hey. Not glee. Hey, 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 hey! Come on. It's not fair. <laughs> that is not fair. Uh, sorry, uh, I've lost the Richmond audience again. <laughs> yeah, both of them have gone. Uh, big, big hello to Starburns as well. Yeah, yeah. Hope you hope you're okay, dude. Uh, Brisbane in sixteenth. Uh, just a terrible run of injuries and probably poor coaching down there. Uh, bring back Foss. <laughs> bring back Foss. But let's be, no. Let's ask the question, Brisbane. Are they poop? Or... They are poop. No, they're they poop. are. Yes. They, they just... They are got... definitely poop. They're very ordinary. Yes. Essendon, of course, where everyone expected them to be, really, uh, at the bottom down there. Uh, although, I don't think anyone expected Frio to be underneath them, so it's... Uh... It's a good oh, thing. It... It's it's good for football. It, it really is, if Fremantle are last. I, I find it interesting that the AFL have uh, come out and said that they are making sure that Frio aren't tanking for the rest of the year. Oh... Come on. I mean, look, let's be honest. If you're Fremantle, right, with that group, is there any point? I mean, I guess technically they could make the finals if they went like 12-2 and two and a few things went. But is there any real point in for them scraping into eighth place to play an elimination final with that group? No. What's their incentive to win now? Uh, I don't know. But all Number four they don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> well, but my point is, if they they finish, they they would be much better off winning six or seven games, getting a top five or six pick, and flipping it for McCarthy or Hogan or whoever they can get, rather than sort of you know playing for some purpose and finishing, you know, ninth or tenth. I mean, what's the point? They may as well finish as low as they reasonably can. Try out the kids that they've been hiding in the shade for years and see what they've got. I mean, mm. it makes it's common sense. I mean, Carlton have been doing it for years. Hello? Chirp, chirp, chirp. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? That's all right. second. That, that's what editing's for. Exactly. Hello. So where did I where did you get to before I dropped off? We got to Frio should uh, take take good pick. They yeah. should they should they should they should take a leaf out play. of Carlton and Melbourne's books. Absolutely, they should. What's the point in yeah? So what's the point in winning nine or ten games and finishing tenth? None. None. none there's none. Well. Who cares? It's Frio. <laughs> oh, well, well, Seppo cares. Next week. He won't be next Seppo week. cares he... enough that we haven't heard from him in like a year or so. He won't. The last time he was on a podcast was pre before the prelim final. And I got a very tear-ridden message on Twitter from him <laughs> about how life was unfair and we haven't heard boo from him since. He's been off... You know, he has excuses like, oh, I'm getting married and I'm overseas. And, oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> please. Well, we must get a move on. <laughs> so, time to look at the upcoming round, guys. So turn your hymnals to the AFL website if you haven't already. Oh, yeah. God, all right. It's uh, Hawthorne-Sydney on Friday night. Yet another game for Hawthorne on a Friday night. Um, no, that's they should, they should never let good teams play on Friday night. Never. This game at the MCG at about well, obviously live guys. Who are, is going to win this? 
Hawthorne for mine. I'm a little afraid Sydney will win this, actually. Well, I think they're going to be a bit flat. It's going to be match of the round, yeah. I suspect. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't I'm know. Not, I'm not, not they just haven't been playing that. I just, I'm not convinced with their form line at the moment. I, I tend to think Sydney are probably in better form. Emotional week at Hawthorne. Uh, play a part, maybe. This week, I mean, you wouldn't want to be talking about it in a month's time, but maybe, I don't know, maybe. But I'm sure nobody's going to make an excuse about it, but yeah. Collingwood-Geelong on Saturday at the MCG. Oh, dear. You'd expect the the Cats to come out of this fairly convincingly. Oh, I think they'll, um, yes, they could get ugly. Very ugly. Very quickly. Very quickly, too, yes. Adelaide making the journey up to Gold Coast. Uh, My warning stance, don't let your kids watch that. It'll be awful. <laughs> don't let them do it. No, 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 no. It could actually be a really awful game. Interesting game at Adelaide Oval on Saturday afternoon. West Coast travelling there to play Port Adelaide. West Coast with not the best record away from home. Port having a mixed year. So if Port mm. win, West Coast... I mean, actually, whoever loses it, out of that's got a lot of questions to answer, don't they? Because if yes. Port lose at home to a team that travels about as well as Oysters, um, you've got problems. Mm. Yes. The upset of the round coming Saturday night, Carlton have North Melbourne at Etihad Stadium. <laughs> Jared call, White Watch. I'm calling it now. Jared White gets suspended in the third quarter for trying <laughs> Jared to... White Watch, absolutely. What about, what about Jack Zebra Watch? He, he has a history of you mob doing that kind of thing. I, I think I may have put a request out on the Carlton podcast last night for someone to politely nudge Lindsay Thomas into the fence as well. But uh... is, oh, is everybody's favourite uh, skiving <laughs> diver back, is he? I don't know. He's um, Thomas. Uh, he's been back oh, since last week. Shocking. He's so there shocking. we are. Uh, but yeah, no, Waite's going to recklessly strike someone in the third quarter. That's it's my gonna be a... It's just a question of when. <laughs> but it'll really only be the only um, the only bright note on what will be an absolute mother of a hiding. North Melbourne are going to do things to you you haven't seen since you found your dad's German pornos. It's going to be awful. <laughs> Speaking from experience, are you the messenger? I, I I have a story to relay about that, not about my father particularly, but um, I was there when we found the box, and oh, I never looked at a vacuum cleaner the same way since. I was going to say, my, my dad uh, didn't get into German porn. He, he uh, spent too many years in a German prisoner of war camp to really uh, warm up to them at all. The, the German language kind of uh, put shivers down his spine a little bit, and not in a good way. Yes. <laughs> Fremantle and Richmond on Saturday evening at this game in Perth. Uh, Fremantle looking for their first win. Richmond looking for some self-respect. Fremantle for the first win of the season. Yes. See, part of me wants Fremantle to win because I hate the Tigers, but part of me wants Richmond to win so I can give shit to uh, to Seppo. Well, I think there's a little bit of joy in it for both because the other thing too is you'll start that, oh, are Richmond back? Oh, are they back? Could they could they do it? Could they make a run for the finals? Which is the typical Richmond thing is now we, the wheels start rolling and, and we could even end up with Ninthmond, which I think would be just tremendous. <laughs> oh, wouldn't Not you love that? Though. Wouldn't you love that? I, actually I would see, love it in a Ninthmond. I actually see them winning against Frio. I really don't hold much hope for Frio at all to win any, any games in the near future. Yeah, I don't know. I reckon if any team could snatch uh, snatch defeat from the jaws of victory, it's definitely Richmond. I don't know if they were playing. If they were playing against Essendon, I'd say yeah, definitely three would be Essendon. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Richmond on the uh, the Tiggy train is back on. I believe in Ross. No Tiggy worries. Train. That's okay. Tiggy That's train. Right. The Tiggy train. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Tiggy train. Should be derailed soon. Yes. Uh, well, that's all right. That's all right. It, it's managed by V-Line, though, so you're in big trouble. <laughs> so, Mike, where are Melbourne and North... Pl- Melbourne and... Oh, who was it? They're playing Brisbane. Melbourne, oh. Brisbane and Melbourne. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a Melbourne win. So Brisbane, so. Uh, it's just awful and very, very terrible. And uh, frankly, I think the girls' game in, beforehand might be a better quality football than this. 
Well, that's actually a good point there. I think I think uh, Brisbane need to, uh, in my opinion, I think they need to get rid of Lepage. He's he's no good. He he is um, he is not enhancing his long term employment prospects. No, no, absolutely. Uh, what other games have we got this week? Uh, we have the worrying game, GWS and the Dogs, up at Spotless Stadium. So it's either going to be a shellacking or a, a, a surprise. The AKA, okay. the, tw- the 2018 Grand Final. Yeah, the tw- uh, that's right. The prelude to the 2018 Grand Final. There you go. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not too confident just, just on the amount of outs we have. And, and and also just the pure fact that they're very tall and they're very good and and um, yes, I I fear for you also. Well, but, uh, the only chance we've got is to shut down their midfield and dominate their midfield and stop the ball from getting to, down to the uh, back line. And if we can do that, we're in with a chance. Yeah, absolutely. I say a chance. Right. Yeah. Is Boyd going to play or what? What's his What's his story at the moment? No, he's he's only going back. He's only coming back to the VFL this week, so he's he's not playing. Hey. They ha- they have uh, they have uh, resorted to bringing back Minson. Oh, you're definitely stuffed then. I agree. I think we're definitely we are we are in a G-rated terms, fukid, rooted, whichever way you want to call it. I think I'm not I'm not too confident about this weekend. No, no. Otherwise, it's having said that, um, you know, with a team that young, uh, a game, you know, ten weeks, they could there could be an enormous amount of difference. So, yeah. Well, I guess we're going to have to see. We're testing. You know, we'll we'll see how uh, how much or how low in the barrel we can go to scrape to get some depth, and we'll find it one way or another. You know, we've got a new first gamer, Kieran Collins, who uh, oh, the big yes. fella. He's uh, playing this weekend, so it'll be interesting to see how he goes. Well, glad to see that they've actually given him a game. I thought he was going to play a month ago, but um, they were obviously waiting for a good matchup for him. Yeah, well, I think with the outs this weekend, with uh, Boyd out, um, also losing Red Path, and it's going to put some some heat now or some uh, strain on having to play Jared. I think Jared Ruckett, uh, sorry, Jordan Ruckett, uh, up forward. So. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's um, it's it's getting a bit tricky, isn't it? And plus, you've got Boyd managed to get himself suspended, which and uh, Boyd Boyd Redpath are both suspended this week. They've got one week, which I'm I'm quite uh, surprised with the Redpath because uh, what happened on that incident is the Melbourne player, I can't, can't remember who it was, actually dragged him back down, dragged his leg back down, and put him off balance, which is how he got knee in the face. But anyway, what's done is done. Yeah, I can't say I saw that one, so I'll, I'll take your word for it. It's, you sound a little bitter, I must say, so it's quite possible the tribunal were correct and you're just being a fanboy. <laughs> Typical Ness response. That's right. Well, that's true. It's, it's only funny because it's true, yes. Um, oh, as it always is. It always is. Are we, are we having, have we got one more game that we have to talk about? Uh, yes, St Kilda and Essendon is the oh, last game. No. It's a twilight game. It's at Etihad Stadium, and I think uh, probably safe to say St Kilda will have this one wrapped up before it's even started. You reckon? I don't know. I don't know. Did you see St Kilda play last week? Uh, they would, would, yeah, I did, but the, then again, it, was, mm. it, was in, it was in Perth. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I reckon Essendon are a sneaky half a chance. Look, I've never been a particularly strong believer in the St Kilda Renaissance, so um, you know, I I think Essendon are a sl- uh, an outsider chance there. Uh, look, possibly an outsider. Who knows? But I'm not sure. I just don't fancy it. I just don't fancy Essendon at the moment. Um, where did they go last week? How did they? play last week, checking in the results. Um, they, they had a, a moral victory against North Melbourne. Yeah, that's right. Oh, 14 points, not too bad. But after but, being uh, 43 points down at quarter time. Didn't they well, get a standing ovation for it? They yes, they gave yeah, a moral victory. Yes. <laughs> like when, um, when uh, Fremantle lost that first final in Perth, and uh, they practically got a um, open double ticket bus down the middle of uh, middle of Perth for it. So, 
Yes, moral victory. But the Sunday games are generally pretty, um, other than, yeah, we're not getting a very good slate of Sunday games at the moment, other than the uh, classic 2018 grand final. So, yes. Mm. Uh, well, we seem to have lost uh, Kangas for some reason. I don't know what's oh. going on there, but uh, look, we'll finish off with what you uh, look forward to the most this weekend, I think. And uh, uh, what do you got? What am I looking forward to? Jesus. Um, you going to I church? Yeah, there you go. I'm going to church. Jesus, exactly. I'm going help to me, church. Jesus, help me, Jesus. Help me. Help me. That's what we'll be saying. <laughs> we'll be help me, Jesus. Help me. <laughs> help me, Jesus. No, I don't know. I'm just. I, hopefully, I, we just don't get smashed by GWS. But uh, who knows? Who knows? Mm. I can't say I'm really that eager to watch the footy this uh, weekend. What about you, uh, Miss? Oh, I'm looking forward to seeing if Seppo will be on the podcast next week. <laughs> I just. It's it it's I'm repulsed it, I cannot look away. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how Seppo handles Messenger on next week's podcast. <laughs> Sep, poor Seppo. We've all missed oh, Seppo, haven't we? You know, we he's have. he's who 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 are, you know, he's he's had his little man crush on Natey and Natey's injured and oh, you know. But more than that, I'm it's waiting. It's got to be tough for him. More than that, I'm waiting to see how how long it takes Jared Waite to try and punch someone on Saturday night. Absolutely, <laughs> we're we're absolutely in red time. He usually has his first suspension by round six each year, and we are in round coming up to round nine. He is absolutely ready to rock. All right, guys. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I guess that's it for this we'll week. Um, I'll say good night to both of you. Thanks for coming on. No problem. Always welcome as usual. Thanks and, for having us and, on. And thanks um, to very, as well for coming, even though he left early. And uh, yes, I am very pleased to be here, and I hope to play an excellent game on on the weekend. Okay, Jacob. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, I gotta go, guys. I'll see you later. All right.